This podcast is brought to you by EverythingVoluntary.com. My name is Skylar Collins, and this is Thinking and Doing. In this podcast, I examine logical fallacies, cognitive biases, stoic teachings from masters past and present, and tips on being better at life. I hope it will be as instructive to you as it is to me in the pursuit of thinking and doing well. If you'd like to kick back a small commission from every Amazon purchase you make at no extra cost to you, please use and bookmark our special link at AmazonEVC.com. That's AmazonEVC.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to look at Four life pro tips. All right, here's the first one. This is by Sarek Gets No Calls on the Life Pro Tips subreddit. Learn to have healthy skepticism about things you hear and read. The new world is feeding our minds a universe of information. It's best to be indiscriminately skeptical of information validity. Question it all. Think for yourself. Okay, I really like this one. I think. I like it, but I don't. (laughs) Because on the one hand, it's really good. Okay, new information, all the new stuff coming at us have, I guess, maintain a spirit of doubt, a spirit of, well, I do want to say this, that to be a skeptic is not simply to just doubt. To be a skeptic originally meant to dig, right? So when you do doubt, you then dig in. To, to verify either way if whatever it is you're, you're doubting is true, is or not, right? So, so to be a skeptic is more of a process. It's more of an active effort on verifying the information that you're skeptical about. So I don't think that skepticism just ends at doubting. That, that doesn't make sense to me, right? Like what's the point in, in even um, using the term if you're not going to if you're not going to go all the way, as it were. But we do have a lot of stuff coming coming at us. So I think a healthy level of doubt is should be helpful, uh, should be warranted. And that can then lead us towards verifying the validity of the information. If, it, if it's something that seems um, outrageous or, you know, is, is a really um, extraordinary claim, or an extraordinary uh, piece of information or piece of news, then it's probably worth digging into, right? So not everything that gets thrown at us is is of that nature. A lot of it is just just noise. Um, but the other the other pro the the other uh, thing about this, I said I liked it and I didn't. So that's all the reasons I like it. Probably the reason I don't is if we're doubting all the new stuff and some of it, you know, we may be taking the time to dig into, like a good skeptic would. What what does that say about our current, uh, the current set of information, right? The current truths and falsehoods, the things that we consider true and the things that we consider false, that matrix, if you will, in our minds. How often are we revisiting that? Because if, if some of the stuff coming at us is, is uh, confirming, if you will, 
confirmation bias. I've talked about this before. If it's confirming to what we already consider to be true or we already consider to be false, then we're probably less likely to doubt it, right? And then that thing becomes a bit more set in its foundation. And that doesn't mean it's true. It may very well be true, but it may not. And maybe, maybe that's just, just part of the, the positives of this, right? Of just even, even if stuff, and it should be really, even if stuff seems like it's confirming of what you already think, again, true or false, something you consider to be true or something you consider to be false, and what you're reading is confirming that prior, then we're, we're less likely to be skeptical and to doubt it. We're more likely to just accept it because of confirmation bias, which I think is, a, which is absolutely a common thing. But all, all, the, all the more reason, I guess, all the more important it is to have the doubts. And we don't want to. I mean, when I talked about confirmation bias, I talked about how it's like a nice warm blanket on a cold winter night. Feels really good in front of a, in front of a crackling fire. Ooh, that's nice. So we don't want to doubt it. We don't want to be a skeptic about the things <laughs> that we already you know, we already, we've already accepted or not, you know, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, either way, you know, it's not going to kill us. Um, but, you know, you, you might be able to develop some sort of uh, trigger when you are experiencing confirmation bias. Maybe there's something you can do and you probably have to train yourself over a long period of time to recognize it. But it just seems like we're so, we're so set against that sort of thing, right? It's like, it's like intentionally inflicting pain on yourself. We don't want to do that. We don't go through life trying um, trying to cause pain and discomfort. When it happens naturally, we recognize it as an opportunity to grow and get experience and to, to get better, right? That's the stoic teaching when it comes to obstacles. But we don't, you know, look for knives to stab ourselves with. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's let's be done with that life pro tip. How about that? Let's go on to the next one. This is by Coconuts91. If someone takes care of the group bill, pay them back immediately so you don't forget and so they don't have to ask later. The burden is on you. And they go on. Don't make the person who's taking care of the group expense in the first place have to remind you to pay them back. Better yet, help out the person who paid and remind the rest of the group to pay them back as well. It saves the payer from feeling like a debt collector and not following up at all because it's awkward. So this this isn't a situation where somebody's offering to pay the bill because they want to buy everybody's mill. This is more a situation where the provider has given a single bill that you've already agreed beforehand to, to cover yourselves on. And somebody does the convenient thing and just pays it, right? What you want to make sure that you do is... E is immediately, either with cash or with Venmo or with PayPal or something, immediately arrange to pay them back. It's probably not a good idea to have something like that hanging over your relationship, right? They're doing a, a solid. They're doing a nice thing. They're doing a favor for everybody else. The least you can do is not make it a hassle for them to get paid back. And this is what it means. This is mostly what it means to be a better person, to do well. Right? There's a lot we can do that, that's just um, self-centered. And I don't say that judgmentally. I just mean that's like centered on ourselves. But it seems like most of what we can do to become better involve other people. And I think this is one of those times. You're going to remember it. You're going to clear the debt immediately. 
and they're going to remember. They're going to view you as having integrity, as being reliable, as being a good person. And I've got to say it because I, th- I think it, it matters, but that will in the future pay dividends. I haven't, I don't know that I've talked about it before, but I don't, I don't believe in altruism. I don't believe that it's possible for people to behave in ways that are not primarily self-interested, that are not primarily beneficial to them first. And those ways may also be beneficial to others, and that's great. But that, in my opinion, is not altruism. That's just self-interested action that also benefits other people. And for a lot of different reasons, um, people will experience um, what I've called feel-goods, right? Different types of, of positive feelings over the action, right? Somebody gives money to help somebody else out, whether it's, you know, officially charity or a guy on the street or whatever. You're doing that because you feel uneasy about the state of affairs that this person is in want, and you're trying to alleviate that feeling of uneasiness. That's why we act. That's that's the action axiom of praxeology, the study of human action. I don't believe that any of us act purposefully outside of that goal. And there are people who you know, have learned um, probably because they were treated very well in the past and they've learned empathy that when they pass that forward, that produces the feel goods, that re- alleviates the uneasiness that they feel about the situation. That's why a lot of people do a lot of that stuff and maybe why some people don't. And I'm not going to pass judgment on that. I'm not going to say you're bad because you don't give to charity. It's fine. You just don't feel you know, for whatever reason, probably totally outside your control, it might just be who you are. You just don't feel the requisite uneasiness to motivate you to act in that way. And I'm sure in other, in other cases, perhaps you do, right? I mean, trade itself is mutually beneficial, right? You are getting something, you are getting something more for less, right? You're getting something you value more in exchange for something you value less, or the exchange wouldn't happen. This is basic economic insight, and I think that's true not just for exchanges that include goods or money, but every other human interaction, which is, which is all, all human interaction is a type of exchange. And it usually doesn't happen if you're not benefiting in some way, even if it's just a, an alleviation of felt uneasiness. Okay, all right, we've gone on too long. But my point is, being a better person is can be and is it is a self-interested thing it will it will pay you dividends personally and even socially when when that goes outward in this type of situation that we started this with all right let's uh let's end that one let's go to the next one this is by astar fitness never regret a day in your life good days give you happiness bad days give you experience Worst days give you lessons, and best days give you memories. That's really good, and I'm actually surprised. Sounds like some bit of you know ancient wisdom, and maybe it is. But I, I'm surprised I've actually never read this or heard this before. But it just has that that sound that it comes from a long time ago. You know, like an ancient proverb, maybe maybe an, an ancient Chinese proverb or something, or maybe a uh, Stoic. Never regret a day in your life. Good days give you happiness. Okay, those are easy. Bad days give you experience. That's 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 the that's the kicker, right? At the end of the day, you feel 
like you've had a bad day. Think over the day. Think over about think over about what caused you to categorize the entire day as bad. Think about what you did. Think about what happened. Think about how you handled whatever problems it was. And also think about what you might have done differently. And on the really, really bad days, you're going to get some really, really good lessons out of that. And if you can milk that, if you can farm that for those lessons, then it probably wasn't a bad day after all. And a really, really good day, the best days, give you really, really good memories. And hopefully, maybe, you know, you've not only captured those in your mind, but maybe in some other format, photos, videos. This is so common these days. You know, every every photo I take, every video I take, me and my wife, it's immediately uploaded to Google Photos, and our libraries are shared with one another. So all the time, you can pop open the photo app on our TV, and my daughter does, my kids do this all the time, my, my six-year-old more often now, and she'll just go through the photos, remembering all the, the things, watching videos. She'll go to the YouTube, my YouTube videos, which are all private, you know, family videos and stuff, and she'll just watch them. She does this constantly, you know, and often I find myself sitting down and, wow, I haven't seen this, you know, this moment in a while, and we'll look through it together. And maybe she was involved in it, or maybe it was something that happened before she was born. So the day doesn't have to be a really, really good day. Um, no, I, sh- I should say a really, really good day isn't ruined by not capturing it in some some other way. So don't don't let that fact that maybe you didn't get stuff on video or you didn't get it on photo ruin the memory of it. I don't think that's a good idea. But I really like that bad days give you experience. Turn turn bad days, turn the worst days into good days by learning from them. All right, let's do the last one. This one I think will be helpful. It's far more practical, especially for you uh heads of households out there, you you domestic engineers out there. This one is especially for my wife. <laughs> this is by Socklore is the guy's username. And he says, clean your vacuum filter semi-regularly. Bagless vacuums have an air filter on them that needs to be rinsed and left to dry completely. This greatly improves cleaning power. At least twice a year, my wife will come up to me and say, the vacuum's not working very well. <laughs> And I bet she's smiling right now listening to this. And I know immediately what the problem is without even looking. I, it's a Dyson. We have two Dysons, one for upstairs, one for downstairs. I just, and, and she's had the problem with both of them at different periods. I take off the canister. I pop open the filter cover and it's caked with dust and hair and lint and all the stuff. <laughs> and you peel it out. You take the filter outside to the garbage, you scrape all the stuff off, you bang it against the side, and you take it inside and you run it under the sink, fill it with water, squeeze it out, fill it with water, squeeze it out, and then you let it dry 24, 48 hours. (laughs) I love my wife very much. I don't know why she can't remember this. (laughs) But maybe now that I publicly embarrassed her, she will. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening and have a better day. Please send your comments or questions to thinkinganddoingpodcast at gmail.com. Please consider supporting this podcast and everythingvoluntary.com by visiting patreon.com forward slash EVC or paypal.me forward slash everythingvoluntary. Thank you.